on the Progress City Radio. I'm the Duke of Hoagies, and tonight I'm joined by the Salt and Asahi. Suck me, beautiful. And the Salt and Scootle. Um, hey. Wait, wait, when you... <laughs> identity theft is, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> anyway, so we've done shows before, or maybe some of you have done shows before about drinking around the world. Let's just say there's podcasts out there have done shows about drinking around the world before in Epcot. And I'd like to revise that and stuff, but I think at this point I've kind of worn it out so much that I try to find other places around property to, to get get hammered at. And I don't think I've heard many people talk about all the different places at Disney Springs to go because I'd never go down there and just go to one spot. Like, I don't think I've ever been to Disney Springs and just went to the hangar bar and drank there all night. It always ends up being like a culmination of four or five different places. And I'm always hurting for like two days after there's just there's so many options and so many good things and there's so many new things that keep coming in there and i'm sure i'm not even going to mention all of them or we're not going to mention all of them but there's definitely it's almost like drinking around well it's not drinking around the world but it's like its own tour by itself one that'll leave you filled with hard liquor wine and beer pretty much and that's pretty much what puts you down for two days yeah don't mix ladies and gentlemen Scoodles and I were down there on Friday hitting a couple of these places. The place I never hit before was the Morimoto Street Food. His name uh, is Mark, Mark Bin Laden. Mark Bin Laden. <laughs> 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 that beard, though. <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to be sure that TSA is not going to think fondly of you, that is the beard that you want to go ahead and grow. <laughs> it even has little gray stripes in there that just say I'm a terrorist. Congratulations, sir. You've been randomly selected. <laughs> You imagine if it just happened to... Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a fucking knapsack full of candles with him. <laughs> anyway, so we went over to the Morimoto Street Food place. And uh, I've never been over here before, but I think Scootles has. No, that was actually my first time. I've always walked by, looked at the menu, and then went right into Morimoto Asia. Uh, so this is one my first time eating just at the quick service location outside. I don't remember... I remember always passing by the street food thing, just thinking they had like, I don't know, wing dings or something like that. Like, I didn't know that they had. (laughs) (laughs) We got to order web dings, please. Like, or just, you know, small dishes of what they had inside, which I'm not even sure if it's completely different stuff or not. Completely different. Yeah, we got some spicy kimchi noodles or ramen. All that stuff was banging. And they have beers and all sorts of drinks out there and everything, too. And it's a spot, all the times I've been down there, I've never thought about hey, let me grab a drink from Morimoto because I thought it would just be like really expensive sake, which I know even even Josh would never even stop there. I know how much you're into your little sake there. Actually, I don't even know if they have the bubblegum sake there. My parents named me after it. That's true. <laughs> Salt and bubblegum sake. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you've had, I know you were ordering cases of bubblegum bubble sake, the stuff they had over at Epcot. What was it called? Uh, First of all, it is not bubblegum sake. I was a bit... It is it is flower bubble sake. <laughs> flower bubble. I literally thought it was bubble gum. Like, what the hell are we talking about? Well, I thought it was Japanese for bubble gum. It's Japanese for flower bubble. Uh, hanamin a flower, awakamin a bubble. They will tell you that. Anyway, uh, it's been about six months. The local sushi place here has it. It's twenty dollars for those little bottles there, though. That's like thirteen in Epcot, though, right? Yeah. Epcot still is remarkable for being one of the cheapest places to get a lot of uh, bottles of liquor and wine that that. Like local grocery stores and uh, liquor stores will have them and charge fifty to one hundred percent more than you can get them at Epcot, which is like shocking because it yeah. breaks the mold of everything else that you can buy on property. 
I don't get how it is cheaper. Like, is there some kind of laws where you're selling on private property or something like that? You can't, like, put a rape tax on it or something? <laughs> I have no idea. They rip you on everything else. <laughs> maybe, yeah, like, it's the, it's not ser- maybe it's the fact that it's not served. I don't know, but it's where Epcot is a place where I will go and buy wine before I go to Publix or any place down here. Just because it's it's not just cheaper, it's substantially cheaper in some, some regards. Josh picked up a bottle of Schloss same bottle that we bought two nights before and it was like three dollars cheaper in epcot than it was yep. at Publix. and Publix that's is necessarily overpriced so well i guess it is now i don't know that's a pro tip that's on topic uh schloss valrad's riesling if, you, if you're not a big wine drinker but you want to just sort of dip your toe in that's figuratively not literally um it's a nice german riesling and it, it's sweet so it doesn't have some of the off-putting taste that people don't like about wine who don't drink wine but it's not like one thing with sweet drinks i've noticed is a lot of them create that like ball of phlegm in your throat which is mm-hmm. really gross and, and this one doesn't so it's kind of sweet but dry at the same time so it's it's easy to drink but it doesn't it doesn't like gummy up dip your toe in is that a foot joke <laughs> we're gonna don't don't spoil the don't spoil the climax of that we're getting there <laughs> now, now would you say that Schloss is better than Fest Parker reason? Yes, I absolutely would. Really? I, yeah, I probably would too. I mean, Schloss is probably one of the best reasoning, reasonings I've had. Now, I, I haven't tried any real expensive ones, but I also don't think that the more expensive something is, the better it is necessarily when it comes to wine. I've had expensive wines that taste like ass compared to a you know, yeah. 12 or $13 wine. I, I agree with you on both counts. I, Schloss to me is like, it's just magic nectar. It's so different than any other reasoning that I've ever had. I would I would highly commend that anyone go grab a bottle. And a lot of grocery stores have it, so it's something you should be able to get. It's got a it's in a green bottle, it's kinda of got a fluted neck, and it's got a German looking crest on the label. So when you say German looking. Yeah. It means blue eyes, tall, blonde hair. <laughs> it's, it's got a little wig on the top. A blonde cork, blue glass. It's, a, it's an Aryan bottle. <laughs> well, I mean we're talking about a lot of swine now. I think Instead of talking about Morimoto, maybe we should talk about the new place, Wine Bar George. Sure. That place, that place I don't even know if it has Fest or Fest Parker Riesling. I mean, I think every place on property does. It's like one of those go-to things. Like, usually every place on property, you can get a Fest Parker Riesling. It's always hidden. It's not hidden, but it's always on the menu someplace. It's, and it's always Wine Bar Jorge. <laughs> you know, that's what I was saying all that night. Wine, wine bar Jorge. <laughs> I remember I had this customer like 10 years ago and his name was Jorge, but I did, I've never heard that. Well, I've heard of the name. I didn't know how it was spelled. And I called him and asked for George. <laughs> I was like, it looks like it's Joe, George, like the fuck. <laughs> you know, but anyway, so this wine bar George place is definitely pricey. Obviously it's wine. There isn't really too many cheap options on the menu uh scoodles hopped right in and bought two glasses of some shit that was like 25 dollars. do you remember what it was by any chance? yeah it was um detoran fusion five it's um a south african wine uh 2015 was the year i now looking at just wine.com it's 49 dollars a bottle so um i bought us a bottle for the price of two glasses so <laughs> is that one that you get over at that uh chico restaurant no, not at all. I don't even know when I get it, Chico. I just normally do the pairings there. That's I, I don't know much about wine. I just I try to stay cheap, but then uh, you have to remember that this was our third stop on our day of or afternoon of drinking. Uh, so 
money just became a thing that was on a debit card at the time and then the next morning i regretted it absolutely well that's what i figured by that point when you opened up with 25 dollars lines i'm like all right i was looking at the the nine dollar ones which is like the cheapest ones you could get that's the smart move um unfortunately me no smart they uh they were walking around with like fresh cookies too for some reason as a oh, that's I, right. I that is wine bars like I, I thought maybe cheese or something they walk around they had these like fresh cookies and stuff is that a wine thing not, not that i'm aware of. never I've seen that before no. you're not it's not like sorbet you're not cleansing your palate with a chocolate cookie i can say that <laughs> i think they were trying to sober us up because at that point you know um, we had a few people with us and it was a little bit left in there <laughs> Yeah, that's probably. I would have to imagine that you guys are all on a watch list at this point. <laughs> well, well, I mean, especially me. Uh, I may have left my debit card there and went back for it. And uh, I was like, you know, they were still open for like ten more minutes. They said they stay up until two, which the only other place I know down there that does that on the weekends is Raglan Road. And even then, they're like kicking you out at one yeah. one fifteen. Oh God, I forgot we went to Raglan Road. Jesus Christ. Okay, so should we start from the beginning of, of this adventure or pronounce cases? <laughs> yeah, I guess we guys. So we met up with, with Mark Bin Laden over there at, uh, at Homecoming first and got some, some, uh, some of their shine they have over there. Exactly. Uh, I had the moonshine margarita. Um, the old Bin Laden had himself his um, moonshine sweet teas that he's so fond of. They have these refillable mugs over there, 22 bucks, or I wouldn't even call them mugs, they're like jumbo squeeze bottles. And if we're local down here, it's good to get it, like, you know, you get it once and every time you go in there, you can get refills for 12 bucks. But then I wonder, it's 12 bucks for one of these things anyway. So like, what do you get? You just get a bigger amount, I guess. Yeah, that's it. So you get the regular little glass that you would normally get, but if you get the squeezy bottle, it ends up being, I think, what is it? 20 ounces or, or a little bit less. I mean, it's, 22, it's, it's, it says 22, but they load that thing to the top of the ice at the same time. So, I mean, it's a little um, bit more. And plus, you know, you get a sippy cup that you can't take out when it's full. So, now you think if you told them no ice, they'd still do it? No, they won't. I tried. Believe me. Really? Yeah. Or I try to say light on the ice. Sometimes they're, they're a little bit accommodating, depending on, you know, if you know the person. Uh, but normally it's, they fill it up with ice. Yeah, because, I mean, it like, when the guy got mine, he filled it all the way to the top of the ice, and I'm like, dude, I'm getting, like, a four-ounce pour here. Like, what's going on? It's the old Chinese buffet trick. <laughs> they put MSG in it. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever noticed the Chinese buffets, the sodas are always, like, way over-carbonated? I don't know if you got, you know, you got the little switch in the back, so you the guy with this, the uh, carbonated water governor. <laughs> the guy in the mixture lever. Because <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Run a little rich. How many times have you gone to a Chinese buffet, you ate a bunch of food, you're full, you got in the car and burp, and you're hungry again? It's like every time. See, this I, I don't mean to sound like a culinary snob here, but if you're going to an Asian buffet and the beverage that you're choosing to pair with your food is soda, you're, you might be doing it wrong. I, 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 agree. Ask, I, I don't think I've ever had Chinese or Japanese food with a fucking Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, it's the go-to drink. You got to. I mean, yeah, you can definitely get more in there. Like when I go to... Cape May Cafe, I'll definitely get an iced tea so I won't have a carbonation issue. But I don't know, a Chinese buffet, I mean, it's the old go-to, man. It's get that little fizz. Oh, you get a lot of fizz there, but I don't know. It's, I've I never had soda with Chinese food. Really? No. Now I'm kind of curious. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys get with it? Water? I either get water or tea. Something not, uh, you know, you oh, know, 
the old sultan over there will get himself some sake all the time but other than yeah, that yeah I drink sake with anything I don't care if it's Korean Japanese Chinese if it's if the person's eyes are even the slightest bit squinty when they bring it to me I'm getting sake <laughs> Um, so we are uh, we we went to Gary where we went Uh, we stopped at homecoming for a minute to pick up some moonshine or whatever it is the four shines that let you choose from for the refillable mug uh, which the sweet tea ones to go to on I guess you could do moonshine margarita but what about that place was made you be like yeah I want a margarita uh, so I'm so used to getting the blue hooch or the um, rum shine punch every time I wanted something different. So I figured, why not do the the margarita? That's actually just one thing I've never actually gotten there. So let me, let me get this straight. So when you go to McDonald's, you order a sweet tea. Mm-hmm. But when you go to like a, a place that's all about Southern, uh, like, I don't know, not soul, is it soul food? I don't know, like uh, the homecoming style menu that's based on like uh, these Homestyle foods in the South. Sweet tea isn't the one you go to on. I I burned that out already. I oh, you burned. Yeah. Yeah. Clarify that. I was gonna <laughs> say because when I go in that place and there's like fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and like uh, deviled eggs and stuff like that, like sweet tea just seems like the one you go to. You have to. I mean, there's there's not even a question. I've never gone into McDonald's and it's like, yeah, I want a sweet tea, my burger. Really? That's, that's the Coca Cola. That's apparently. always what I get. Sweet tea. <laughs> This but then again, I don't know how to order properly out of McDonald's. So wait a minute, man. Oh, my God. When you go to no, we're not starting oh again. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I think at this point, you're just, you're just like that son that's a lost cause. You're like, okay, fine. Go be an artist. <laughs> <laughs> fine, Dad. I'm going to art school. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy, your, enjoy your sweet tea and your burger without cheese. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, can I get a plane? <laughs> Ugh. Oh, God. Like, you know, when somebody asks for a plain burger, it's like, I just hope they just give them, like, a dish sponge and a wrapper to chew on. <laughs> that's essentially what you're getting. Like, what are you paying for? Like, if you just want bread, just go get a loaf and chew on it. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, here's the thing. If you're a northerner, you don't want tea from McDonald's because you don't like sweet tea. God, they still love if, it. If you're a southerner, you don't want sweet tea from McDonald's because you do like sweet tea. Like the, the expected audience size for sweet tea from McDonald's is apparently one and it's Scoodles. <laughs> I mean, I think I've gotten a chicken sandwich in there with the sweet tea, but I mean, when I get those fries... Yeah, uh, nothing pairs with french fries like goddamn tea. <laughs> <laughs> Just you need, that, you need that little bubble on your tongue, so... <sighs> yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, I'm still just my six, shows, six shows in. We're still ripping out. Of Seriously, at least I didn't say the orange high C or whatever the fuck you did. All right, let's go get the hangar bar. Um, what was the other one? The um... oh, after uh, morning boat. Oh, we went to Enzo's Hideaway. Enzo's Hideaway. There you go. Yeah, I've been there for dinner once, and it was good. Uh, I man, I, I didn't remember going through the drink menu, but they got some pretty pricey drinks on there. That are pretty. I mean, it's supposed to be like a obviously like a prohibition error speakeasy so they have like your old fashions and stuff they had a lemoncello gimlet which looked pretty good i think jules got a strawberry fields which i don't know i thought of the beatles song right away i don't know if necessarily that was some kind of turn of the century drink or a prohibition era drink it could have been but they're all pretty good well, i think they were like 14 dollars a pop though yep let's say 14 bucks uh le fin du monde was 11 that i had uh and then that was a bottle too. They just came out with a bottle, which is a smaller pour than uh, than what you'd get in Epcot. No, Epcot's the same. Epcot, they do the the bottle. 
Uh, they have a tap for Epcot. No, I don't know. I, I guess I, they I, do. No, I have I will, been there at it. least a good 12 times in the past three to four months. Got a little Dumont, and it's always been popped out of a bottle every single uh, time. I don't know. They have a tap sitting right there. I right there. wish they had a tap of Le That would be amazing to me, but they haven't lately. Lately? All right. I, I don't know. Last time I was there, they had the tap over there. Right. I wouldn't I uh, I wouldn't pay the price for the for the bottle. So Dude. they took a bottle out and popped it and poured it in a yep. plastic cup for you. Every single time. Sure, it wasn't Moosehead. 150%. Moosehead's the one on tap. So next time you're there, take a take a look to the left. There's a Moosehead handle and there's a Fendu Bond handle. Have you ever gotten a beer out of Fendu Bond handle? No, never. They've always had that. Take the little foil off, pop it, and then there they go. I feel like you're ordering your own stuff all this time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, anybody listening, the Fin de Bond's always been, that's like what made it such a good deal because they give you a 16-ounce pour for like $9 at the time. I don't know what it is now. And it was 9% alcohol, so it was like the best deal you could get in World Showcase. Yeah. And... I, that now after using a 12 ounce bottle it's like yeah, that's kind of lame I don't know they didn't have any of it last time we were there so I don't, that's right yeah because I was I, I was had to drink Moosehead instead <laughs> yeah so, so I don't recommend no definitely not I feel like when Scoodles buys a $9 USB Dynex cable from Best Buy that he buys the $29.99 protection plan on it <laughs> <laughs> this is my confidence in his level of ordering shit like you sure didn't get popcorn? Did you ever hear a Time Life infomercial and they're just like, "I gotta have that." I really want those new coins that are impressed with Donald Trump on the. You got every iteration of sweating to the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Richard Simmons. Hello, Time Life operator. It's me, Scoodles. <laughs> He's got an account there. Yeah. Do you know how many America, <laughs> special America edition plates that I buy? <laughs> They're all limited edition, man. You basically are already a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, you ever try to put any of those on eBay yet? See what they're worth? How's the Ethereum doing for you? <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, sorry, you're, sorry you don't think my, my printing press is printing money fast enough for your liking. <laughs> don't worry. You know how much these plates are worth right now? The Elvis plates that I just got? <laughs> limited edition, I heard. <laughs> Speaking of limited edition real quick, they got a limited edition magic band with figment on it. Does it make any noise? In or five no? years when I'm eating caviar off a of hookers, I'm gonna be telling you to go fuck yourself. So <laughs> <laughs> the joke's gonna be on you. It's gonna be yeah. a rap video at my house for the rest of my life. I'm gonna have to agree with that. I don't know if you saw the the, the picture. I was watching this little documentary on uh, on Bitcoin and stuff and it was showing these guys who, who started mining it earlier, invested in it early, like back after the two thousand nine. Uh, stock market crash and all that stuff or whatever uh, or the the economy recession whatever how you want to call it but those dudes had a bunch of it back then and then when it went up to about twenty two thousand uh, dollars a bitcoin at that point they're all like they're sitting in their head like high-end houses high-end apartments it's like <laughs> with, with pin pads i posted that picture in the group it looked like ricky with like uh, uh he had like the leopard print hat on like pimp hat and stuff and he's like reading the paper and stuff that was from that documentary and yeah those dudes are all doing good now so yeah there's there's one famous story that was like one of the first known transactions with bitcoin is a dude bought a pizza for like four bitcoins it's like <laughs> it's like that's like a thirty-five thousand. Jesus, you guys might not know this but josh's real name is actually satoshi yeah. <laughs> that's my salt nakamoto it's all, all asian time 
Maybe, maybe I'm the yellow one. <laughs> I mean, nobody's seen the guy, so we don't, really don't know. Yeah, it's, it's true. Anyway, what the hell were we talking about? Wine bar, George? Uh, we bar were or motor? No, it was the other one. Um, Enzo Hideaway. So we did that. That was quick. Uh, I got meatballs there as well, just for the heck of it. To, so what's the deal with those food. meat? You said they were in uh, grits? Polenta. So yeah, it's it's just... Um, See, I thought it was all like cheese. An Italian version of grits. Yes, like a cheesy grits. It was absolutely heinous. Um, I didn't like it. I don't know if you did or not. but I did. It was just kind of eh. you, you didn't like it? It was a $17 meatball. Yeah, that was my fault. See, I, there's a there's a pattern this time of how much money I spent on shit. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, th- I think you might have... That's how my first recollection of you being drunk is when you started breaking out, like, starting buying $25 glasses of wine and $17 meatballs and shit. I'm like, damn, this dude must have some Bitcoins packed away. Fucking horses are going hungry for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You cast in one of those resources. <laughs> if anybody wants to buy a case of Elmer's glue, I've got a good hookup for you right now. Wholesale. <laughs> Seriously. Now, no. how many bottles do you think you get out of a horse? Oh, dear God, dude. I have There's got to be some kind of conversion chart. <laughs> Alexa, how much glue can you make from one horse? There's a Reddit thread about this. You know that, right? <laughs> How many horses does it take to make one bottle of glue? Oh, it's got to be. Roughly 3.5. Well, it takes three horses to make one bottle of super glue, but you can make 20 bottles of regular glue from a horse. <laughs> what part of the horse is used to make the, the glue? Because I keep picturing like hooves going on like a meat grinder and then like Elmer's comes out. I think it's the hooves and the bones because you, 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 know, you know where gelatin comes from, right? Like they take. Yeah, it's like bones, but what's it, what about horse bones? It's like the what's same. in those that have, has Elmer's in them? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> why do you name your horse Elmer? <laughs> what's in those that has Elmer's in them? <laughs> <laughs> But why would you not name your horse Elmer? <laughs> you should do that just to remind him that he needs to fucking behave himself. He needs to win or he's going down. <laughs> or wait, she needs to win. <laughs> none none of you get to come see the horses at all. Nope, we're done. Say, I don't trust you around anything. It comes to bring the saws off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never never mind us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so Enzo's, Enzo's Hideaway, I don't know. It's pricey. It, it's nice inside. It's worth walking through the bottom and maybe coming out of the top of the Edison. But uh, unless you're about to spend, you know, if you're on vacation, you want to spend a bunch of money, that's fine. Maybe you get a cocktail in there for 14 bucks. It's worth one drink. There's, you definitely couldn't sit in there and drink all night like you could at some of the other places, like the Hangar Bar or something like that. Or even there, I mean, they have expensive drinks we went to the hangar bar after we left enzo's and they were playing top 40 somebody's yeah, like breathing gonna ask what, the, what the music situation has been at these places lately sad somebody breathing hard into the mic right now all right might be uh, <laughs> the elmer's joined the call he's very nervous <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they, they are playing top 40 music in the hangar bar now and it it does See, I don't know if the average guest cares, but it was just so much better when they had that music in there. I mean, here's the thing. Would the, would the average guest complain about it? No. Does it change the feeling of the place? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. When you're in a World War II era hangar or what's modeled like one and you're hearing like Pitbull 
and all that shit. It changes the feel of the place. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a reason that they're not playing Drake in the Pirates of Caribbean because the yeah. audio, the audio component of that experience is, even if you're not conscious of the fact that you are aware of what you're listening to, you are. Like at the subconscious level, your overall experience in a space is highly influenced by the audio. So, it's sad that ostensibly the best group of Imagineering and space makers on the planet seem to have just stopped caring. I think. Do you think it's a somebody had to make that? Yeah, somebody had to decide to do it. I, or do you think a, the tape just got eaten? <laughs> the tape. They just the turned off like you want to. The eight track just got gobbled up. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, that's an interesting. I mean, can you imagine being the person who proposes that? I mean, it sounds like an insane idea to me. The only thing more crazy than the idea is the fact that it got approved. Yeah, and what do you say? Like, oh man, I think if we played like top forty radio in here, we'll get more people in the door. Uh, I don't think that's the case. I, I don't. I mean, this comes back to something I've said before on on previous shows, which is that you know, if you look at all the businesses in the world, almost all of them are doing everything within their power to create a product or experience that's unique. You don't see most companies saying we want to be like everybody else. And the weird thing is Disney's had this unique offering for so long and it's almost like they've gotten jealous of all of their competitors that don't have it and they're 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 like engaged in a stupid race to the bottom where they're they're giving up a unique experience that would be really hard to duplicate in in exchange for just a commodity fucking chili soundtrack. So it's it's very strange. <laughs> I think even Chili's might keep better than that. <laughs> Chili's got their own custom baby back rib mix, man. <laughs> That's right. They just play it over <laughs> and over and over. <laughs> They have like different era jingles of it. Nineteen twenties <laughs> version, then you move into the forties jazz version. Sixties ribs, peace ribs, <laughs> peace ribs, seventies <laughs> LSD ribs. Oh, that with that fucking eighties glam ribs. Yeah, glam <laughs> 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 and they got like little, like perms when they come out. They got ska ribs from the nineties. They just like it's like a horn section. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then they mighty, got like the, mighty mighty rip sauce. They got like the trap wrap ribs of the 2010s, where it's like skirt. It's like little mayo comes out, goes to your ribs. Some mumble ribs. <laughs> Dude, if I get my rib. if I get my ribs delivered by little mayo, I'd be totally down with that. <laughs> Actually, that's what Chili's should do. Chili's is going to have little mayo on the on the commercial now. It's going to be great. Dude, a little mayo commercial. I'd, if I had a company, I'd put yep. them on there. In a heartbeat, like, I love that. Little, if you've never seen little mayo. This little alien that's like famous on the internet. Like, yeah, check that shit out. <laughs> the best ones, you, like you see his little feet. That that is it. When, when he runs, like, that shot of his little feet. It's Nick, fucking great. <laughs> I think they cashed in on that too. Like, after there was like two videos that came out recently. I don't even know why we're talking because most, most people don't care. But it's that good. You need to go see little Mayo's videos. Follow on Instagram. Uh, this little alien has got more tail than anybody on this call. I feel like anyone who's still listening at this point has a mental disorder and probably is very interested in the layout, so... <laughs> he's, got, he's got pictures, like, hanging out in the Rihanna, like, you know, motorboating and stuff. <laughs> and he's got his own line of weed out in California. It's called Space Kush. But the thing is, like, at a time right now where the country's divided and everybody's, like, mad at everybody else, like, it, maybe it just it's going to take an alien to bring us together. And what better than a pot-smoking, booby-boating alien <laughs> like Little Mayo? I'd there you go. He could be the savior of us all. It's true. <laughs> anyway, back to the hangar bar here. <laughs> and there's an alien tie-in because of the Indiana Jones. 
There you go. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do they reference anything from the Kingdom? God, of I Christ hope not. God they should have like a gray in the corner. <laughs> like every every now and then, it's like Burr. <laughs> <laughs> like sk- skitters around. Skitters. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Do you realize that that alien makes more money than any of us? It's yeah. I mean, a, a fake alien. They need to open up Little Mayo's like alien bar down there. Like, you know, if we're not if we're doing top forty and hangar, just go ahead and, and renovate the whole thing. Little Mayo space bar, and it'll be like the uh, like that video of him when he's like in the UFO, where it's like tinfoil walls and stuff. Yeah, you can have like Roswell land around there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, an alien land would be awesome. I, I can say this. I mean, is we're three. I would have to say objectively verifiable idiots. Hangar 18 bar. And we're coming up with ideas that don't exist as theme places in the world. So if you're an Imagineer, don't, don't throw in the towel. Trust me, there's still good ideas out there that you haven't thought of yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You give me the UFO abduction experience where you know obviously it culminates in a proctology exam, but there's so <laughs> much leading up to that that you That's... can bank on. Well, that'd be an awesome haunted house. Build me that. Oh, yeah. nights, dude. Imagine that you start in like a room, then like it hits a beam of light, and there's like little aliens skittering around. Yeah. There you go. And then there you go. straight up the old third cabin. If they had like a house with grades in it, that would probably be my favorite HHN house. I'd go in just for that. I would be legitimately like I don't. I'm not afraid of haunted houses. That stuff doesn't really bother me that much. But one that was themed to aliens. That would fucking get to me. The those communion fucking, house. Th- those eyes just fuck with my head. Yeah, they they mess with everybody's head, man. I mean, that's when that book communion came out. Like those eyes, like people couldn't look at it when they'd walk by it and stuff in bookstores. But that's, that's what they say anyway. I mean, if you if you look up the book communion and look at that cover, yeah, it's oh, like you've seen cover. those eyes before. Yep. Or something. Since there's like thousands of years of human evolution. Yeah, those things will play with your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to upset you, but they fly at the speed of light, they come from space, and then they stick stuff up your ass, and then they leave, and they don't even call. <laughs> they don't even call. They, uh, they should put it on the, the caveman scene in Spaceship Earth, like maybe like put some grays over in the corner on the rockwork or something like that. I think you can work that right. in there. You know, Stitch's Great Escape is gone. Let's move it back and just leave a little mayo now. I mean, <laughs> if we're going to push Little mayo's Great Escape. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> The ride vehicles are shaped like his little spears. <laughs> <laughs> and all the noise that comes out the side is scared, scared. I'm going to take your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> then you feel like all the, the air coming out the side is touching you, girl. <laughs> like, you know, his hands always skittering on stuff, too. Like, they have that yeah. in the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Just like slapping you. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Six floppy rubber fingers. <laughs> Man, I went on to buy one of those aliens a long time ago. Like, they had the little four footers. They were like 300 bucks. And Jules said, nah. We yeah, way to go, Jules. Right I know. <laughs> Talk about a Bitcoin and the fucking alien idea. I know. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> me. But I feel like now if I dressed it. With like little shoes and stuff, like maybe it wouldn't bother as much. Oh, I don't know. It, it's, we need to bring Lil Mayo to Disney. It's easy to talk tough at ten thirty, but at four AM yeah, that cocksucker's way scarier. <laughs> yeah, it's you ever true. notice that? I, Do this tonight, everybody listening. Wake up at four or three in the morning. Scariest time of the night. I don't know why. 
But there's something about that hour of the morning where you're like, shit, if something terrible is going to happen to me, it's going to be within the next 15 minutes. Or it's like, there's something looking in your window, pretty much. Yeah, you always had that feeling. At 3 or 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning, oh, well, you're the next little fucking cornfield, so of course there's something looking in your window. I've seen signs. I know what goes on. Yeah, I know. It's trusting. It upsets me. I'm just like, if you ever... I'm just, you have blocks. All right, dear Lord, please have to build a goddamn Kroger in my backyard so this cornfield's not back there. <laughs> now, do you have... Are you one of those people who doesn't believe in, like, covering your windows? So, like... So you don't have any blinds or anything like that? And you're just like, yeah, dude, I'm a computer nerd. I, the, if I built a house from scratch, I wouldn't even have windows. Yeah, the, I wouldn't the, either. The window in my office has two layers of black felt between it and the blinds, so that no, so that no matter what time of day it is, it always feels like night in here. <laughs> I always just wondered because having a cornfield out back, and then like say some kind of alien abduction show comes on, like they'd be shitting bricks, like especially if they're landing in cornfields. No, you know what else we have here? We have fireflies. So you look out there and it's a pitch black cornfield with a bunch of glowing lights in it. <laughs> I miss fireflies. You're 90. Yes, I, I mean, I am 90% away from being taken off the planet when I look out that window. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every good alien abduction story starts with, like, you know, a house that's not close to other houses, which you, you kind of are, but you're kind of out in the country, and like a nice cornfield that edges off right at the back of the property line. And there has to be some sort of failure in infrastructure. Like the lights go out or the garbage disposal just comes on for no reason. Like that, then you're like, like if that ever happened, I'd just be like, fuck. I'd probably just go on the back porch and like, take me because I don't want him to like, I don't want to mess up the paint on the door jams. So I, just like, <laughs> I just pull my pants down and bend over the table on the patio. <laughs> Imagine they just look at each other like, oh, it's like a lace walk. It's like a laser pointer in my ass. ass. So they, can, uh, they can fucking re enter and go straight in. <laughs> my first reaction would put, be to like, put some duct tape. No, in see, my that's ass the thing. They're, go, they're determined. They travel multiple light years to get to your butthole just to quit. So, like, I I want to put the least resistance the possible there. I hope I never have uh, a spacecraft in my battle. <laughs> You're just going to make Cartman from the first episode. I feel like if a spaceship <laughs> traveled at multiple times the speed of light, then it would get really hot. <laughs> at least, like, hover for a while before you put it in me. <laughs> you know, since we're talking about aliens here for a second, Out four. this little detour is going to bring me to Pandora real quick for... You see these pictures? They, apparently, they've given up on, like, the black yeah. light lights or... Like not necessarily yeah, black light lights, but like the, the low light path. Yeah, yeah, like the low light, the low lighting on the pathways. Now they just appear to have just regular yeah. lights on. Which I yeah. think those are our work lights. For some reason, I I want to go maybe tomorrow or something and see if they've changed the lights. Which which we should. Uh, but I, for some weird reason, feel like that was right before a a sweep for the for the night, where they start cutting on the the lights to get people. Out. I was starting. To, I was thinking that too. Now, if it if it didn't, it kind of makes sense to me. Like this is one of those things that looks great in concept art. Operational uh, concerns are a problem, though. It sounds great. Yeah, I mean, it sounds great when you're at the D23 Expo and you're like, oh, when you take a step, it's going to light up, which I always in the back of my head was like, if one thing's not going to work in this lane, mm -hmm. it's going to be that. Right. Because it's it's either if it does work, it's going to work for like a day or two and then it's going to break. Or if it's a projection from above, it's going to be blocked by everybody else. Well, and that's an ideal. That is like the definition of an idea that doesn't scale. Like that looks great when there's four people in the park. It doesn't work yeah. great when there's twenty thousand people in the park. Yeah, and I think from from this point, it was just eventually logical that that was going to happen. Now, 
that land at night is very dark and the pathways are not really straight or anything like that. And so I'm surprised it stayed like this for as long as it has. But Scootles, I think you're right too. I think that it could just be a picture because there's like nobody there. So it makes you think that, all right, this is a sweep of the park or they flip them on when they clean the thing at night or something like that. I'm just, I'm not convinced yet. But if it is like that every night, I I can't say it sucks because being there at night, like it still looks like all the luminescent plants and everything are luminescent. The ground glowing was barely ever in effect anyway. At least I, I'm going to say so. I, I will tell you this as a former photographer who's taken hundreds of thousands of pictures in my life. If there is anything that you absolutely positively cannot deduce anything valuable from a photograph, it is what the lighting was. Because the, the exposure of a picture creates the impression of how something is lit. But that might be completely different than how it actually looks. So this is something that, even if this is the case that these lights are on and those are legitimate pictures, I, I promise you, you can't determine how it looks in person based on those photos. I was thinking in that photo, too, it was like one of those long exposures that made everything on the sides look like ultra, like purple Wait. and blue still. But then the pathways were lit up. Well, you're, you're that's consistent with what i was saying is yeah like for the the concept art could you go in there and put a camera on a tripod turn all the shop light off and just get the you know the bioluminescent effect you do a long exposure yeah it's going to look great that's not how it's going to look in person but the same thing with same thing with these you know work lights or whatever they might be You, you can't tell that it's blown out the whole effect just by looking at the photo yeah you know it's kind of the same operational problems they have at toy story land if you go in there now all along the railways of the pathways they have umbrellas set up you know when it first opened yeah for shade so there was no shade in land at all and it looked just like the concept art but operationally it wasn't going to work right Uh, it didn't everybody everybody in there complains about the heat i've never seen a single review of anybody who went in there and didn't say holy shit it was hotter than hell in there and there was no shade i've seen the Uh, same thing every post is like like in a community that can never agree with each other about anything, there's pretty much yep. universal consensus that it's hot as balls in that land. Yeah, and you hear it when you're in there. People are like, oh my God, there's no shade here just from the average guest. And it's just operationally, it's nice to keep it exactly like the artwork, but it's just if the guests aren't having a good time because it's ungodly hot and there's no shade in your land, it's not going to, that doesn't turn into dollars somehow. Like, so right. it's operationally, it's going to change and it has. I think it's going to change even more. I think they're going to put more permanent covers over the Slinky Dog queue, and maybe even the Alien Swirl and Sausage queue might get a longer, or you know, one of those like pop up. Or not, dude, Haunted Mansion's a perfect example. Yep, like uh, it didn't have that uh, uh, canopy going all the way down the line, but it does now. And it ain't just because you know they were bored one day and decided to put it up. It's hotter than yeah. hell at Florida. Right. Well, you know, and that's part of the problem. I think when when you have the original design team. It's great on paper to say we're going to free them to, you know, give them the blue sky and let them design whatever they think would be best. But when their designs are not practical, which they typically won't be, what you end up with then is a a retrofit design to try and fix the problem. You know, you have to think that if you told the original design team, hey, look, you know, the sky's the limit, but it's, you know, the average degrees in Florida in August is 90 degrees, so you can't make it completely without shade. They probably would have been able to build a solution into the land in the beginning that's impossible to put in now like now you've got to work around what's already there so i can't help but think that there's just a fundamental structural problem with how they're coming up with these lands if in 2018 the guys who designed this area couldn't figure out that it was going to be too hot in florida and not have any shade yeah especially when you're opening the land in july well you know june 30th whatever it's july it's like 
one of yeah. the hottest part times of year down here and it's like dude and then in the rain too it's another thing i mean you go to disneyland all the rides don't have any covers or anything like that it barely ever rains or anything like that yeah it gets hot uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say it gets as hot as it does here. I mean, no, it has its hundred, hundred. Yeah, like here, it's just sweltering. You're in a fucking swamp. You know, there's a reason why there's a lot more indoor queues and stuff like that here. There's a reason why Small World's indoor and not outdoor when you board it and and wait in line for it and stuff. And so I just I don't see what happened here. I yeah. just don't see why you wouldn't cover the whole thing, and, and even in enclose. Like Seven Dwarfs Mine Trains enclosed when you get into it, and then that's some of the coldest air conditioning in that park over at Magic Kingdom. And Slinky Dog's just like a big open breezeway. And I guess it's just all just for the theming, and I guess you can commend them for doing that, but I guess. <laughs> but in six months, it won't be that anymore. So, I, you know, look, nothing's going to be perfect. If you undertake something as complicated as building a theme park or even a land in a theme park, you're going to have issues. I think that's it would be unfair of us to say the company sucks because it isn't perfect. But the kind of mistakes that we see them making are, are a little bit shocking in light of how much experience they have doing this. You know what I mean? Like how, how at this point... 45 50 almost 50 years in mm -hmm. how do you not how do you make that particular mistake of not recognizing well, the effect of the sun and the heat you have the varsity team making star wars you have the jv and c team there they're working on you know the the nice little um toy store land and yeah, that's a good little well, all the other crap going around it's good point but the varsity team needs to be the ones that are making the ultimate decisions I mean, yeah. somebody at the top, somebody in the varsity team has to be saying, yeah, build that. You know, I, I think that what you're saying is probably true, and that would explain to me bad proposals being made, but it doesn't explain bad proposals getting greenlit into multi-billion dollar investments. No, when you say multi-billion dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I, I like Toy Story Land. Don't get me wrong. I like both attractions. I really like Slinky Dog. My, my real complaint with the land was just the sweltering heat and the no cover so I'd say go there at night uh, unless you come down like September or after then you're fine I, I don't think this issue is going to be that bad during January so, and stuff like that so the advice is go see Pandora during the day and then that at night like, yeah exactly yes. that's, a, that's a pretty bad indictment of what's happened over the last five years I will say Pandora looks way and I always thought this since we've previewed the land both day and night that I always thought it looked way better during the day because it looked the nature aspect of it looked way more realistic at day than it did at night at night yeah it looks all right but it kind of looks like keys are one of those laser tag places or something i get what they're going for but i just it doesn't look as vibrant as it does in the concept art or the photoshopped pictures do you know with the exposures all the way up and all that stuff that they put out in the press and in toy story you're right it's the flood it's the complete opposite uh, at night, I think it looks a lot better with the way the Christmas lights are and everything hanging down. And Slinky Dog Coaster has like these LED lights in the track that follow the train as it goes around the entire track and stuff like that. It's just, it looks so much better at night. And I never even thought when they were building Toy Story Land that the nighttime experience would be something that would be so much better than the daytime experience. But it is. I can tell you this. I look way better at night. Yeah, no. That's why we always turn the lights off. <laughs> That's why the aliens only come at three, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's a hot ass. <laughs> but uh, they, they've also taken away that looks like the Monte Cristo from over at the, the little sandwich shop over there. <laughs> so back, that, on, back on topic. That 18 days. <laughs> that lasted and it's gone. Or actually 17 days because it was gone yesterday. So, hey, whatever. The the whole grilled cheese thing that's 
the grilled cheese places down here are popping up everywhere. I don't know how it is in the rest of the um, areas around the country, but there's like mom and pop or commercial uh, franchised grilled cheese places going everywhere. And they got usually burgers and grilled cheese. And I guess maybe Disney was trying to cash on that trend right now, which is fun. Maybe not the best option to put in a land with no cover when it's hot. I mean, I don't really crave hot sandwiches and soup when I'm like, you know, when it's 98 degrees out. School but, is probably that. <laughs> he gets a coffee with that. I'd like a hot soup, please. <laughs> I mean, Target I'm not going to lie. I tried the brisket with the soup dipper when it was like 94, 95 degrees out, but just simply to try it. And the brisket, the brisket sandwich they had there was, meh. it tasted like they used steakums. They used to make steakums yeah. brisket. <laughs> I mean, I know they have steakums chicken and like regular steakum, you know, there's like mechanically pressed. It's got like it, snossages in it. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just wasn't that good. And that was like a twelve ninety nine grilled cheese. And you know, it's just, I don't know. It just wasn't flavorable. Like I, I've had, their brisket beef ends and stuff like that and in epcot and they were great so i know they can do brisket well i mean i don't know i'm not a big southerner so i'm not gonna stand here and act like i'm the last word barbecue because i'm definitely not but i know it tasted good in epcot when they did brisket and here it's like it was like aramark style it tastes like tastes like steakums dude now you compare steak to steakums this is the brisket i've had you know it's the same comparison it's like this thinly sliced subway style fucking brisket stacked up and it just wasn't good. I didn't try the Monte Cristo because I've had a real Monte Cristo. I know that when I see that, that ain't that's a fucking ham sandwich with cheese on it. That ain't no fucking Monte Cristo. Anyway, what the hell are we talking about? Hanger bar? <laughs> anyway, just we recap the Disney Springs thing because this thing went right off the rails anyway. Morning Boto, yeah, it's cool for street food. Homecoming, if you want to try this different shines, uh, go for it i mean i think i I think if you've never been there before the sweet tea shine would be the way to go i agree hangar bar i don't know it is what it is but it it definitely lost something with the music wine bar george go ahead have at it man get ready to spend some money though yep i mean i guess it's wine it's supposed to be expensive but i just wish they had more like like they could have had boone's farm on the goddamn menu i would have been fine with that (laughs) Like like a nice 2017 Snow Creek Berry or Mountain Berry now, if you're not familiar with it. It's a Mad uh, Dog 2020. It's just, there, there was no shortage of people going in there, though. Uh, it so, was packed. Yeah, it, it's it's making money. And there's there's tons of good wines on there. It's just, you know, when I go out drinking, I'm doing at least eight to ten, if not more, drinks. And so I'm not, I don't really want to sit there and, and plop down, you know, $70, $80 in, in one location, even though I'll do it at the hangar bar. But they do have that good Hefeweizen at the hangar bar. What was that? Oh, Pauliner. Yeah. Yeah, that's been my go-to drink. That, and even if you want, like, the Shandy style, they have the German Mechanic where they mix it's half Pauliner, Hefeweizen, and uh, Simply Lemonade, I think. I mean, that works. I think it's like a Radler-style beer when you do that. Scottish Professor, you can't go wrong with there. It just sucks without the music now. So yep. it's you can definitely get down there and get hammered. If you do it the way we did it, you're not going to be feeling good the next day. And, no, you, and, you, and you paid for it. Seriously, the, the mixing, the my my other... just I got off of work and I headed directly over there. No lunch, nothing. It was... that was a, It it had warnings and red flags all over it, but I'm like, uh, I don't give a shit. Let's continue. When you guys woke up the next day, if I could have like come out of a bottle and said, for twice what you spent last night, I'll make, it, I'll make you feel better. Would you have paid me that money? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I I ralphed what? twice, dude. I'm not. What if I told you that for three times that I'm out, you could have skipped the whole thing? <laughs> you trying to sell me a game nerd? On <laughs> <laughs> the last place I do want to talk about, which we didn't hit, only because if you know a cast member, Splitsville is where it's going to be at because they yes. got, after ten, they got extremely cheap beers and well I don't know if extremely cheap is the word but compared to what they cost regularly it's extremely cheap what do they have they have those eight dollar um, Long Islands what's your oh, eight dollars for Long Island well they're usually 15 so yeah. give me an idea <laughs> they come with like a big bowl or whatever and then the service in there is rough though yeah <laughs> well it, yeah for, for some people I've heard it is <laughs> <laughs> depending on who you're with <laughs> Last time, was that the last time we Skittles couldn't get a bartender? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he had to call in his food at the bar and get downstairs. Worst and get it. service I've <laughs> ever had. But yet I, I go back there and I eat all the time. I mean, it's me and my wife's kind of go to place where we just don't know what we want. We we head over there and it's weird to think, hey, so when I'm living at living near Disney, I'm just going to go to a bowling alley to eat. It's That's it's the best bowling. Absolutely, it's the fries, the sushi. Um, I, I love it all, man. It's it's a really really good place. It was just crappy service that night, um, and that was for me sitting in the bar close to closing time. That's it is yeah, overall that is a good place. And if you go to Orlando and you don't hit that, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, best bowling alley sushi I've ever had. It's the only <laughs> bowling alley sushi I've ever had. Yeah, it's it's good. It's worth. You can go in there and get hammered all night. The bowling without the cast member discount. It's pretty expensive. Was it twenty dollars a head for an hour? Yep, twenty dollars uh, a head. Seven dollars, which is like normal bowling price, with a cast member discount. So the lesson there is, become friends with a cast member, come for all the discounts. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> 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 anyway, that's gonna do it for this episode of Progress City Radio. Be sure to check out progresscity.com, virtualdisneyworld.net, utilidors.com. Uh, Two O's. Oh, w- oh. <laughs> oh. www.themeparks.net and uh, yep. until next time suck it my fingers smell like I just fingered a hoagie like it smells like onions and paper is it wrapped in paper do you see somebody posted a full ride through World of Motion on Facebook? Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty tits. <laughs>